you decide to market your brand is how you show up in the world. Just Marketing is committed to making a difference through being and building ethical, anti-racist, and equitable businesses. If we haven't met yet, my name is Meg Brunson, my pronouns are she, her, and Just Marketing combines my mission to build a more accessible and inclusive world with my expertise in the digital marketing space. Let's do this. Hey there, this is episode number 13, and we're talking about copy and formatting. So some just marketing best practices for you. What do you think the average readability level is for the average American? Let me say it another way. What grade level do you think the average American reads at? It may surprise you that the average American is considered to have a readability level equivalent to that of a 7th or 8th grader. That's equivalent to a child with between the ages of 12 and 14. Now, here's another interesting fact that you may be familiar with already. The average human has an attention span of just 8.25 seconds, according to recent studies. Yes, that is less than a goldfish, and it's also 4.25 seconds less than it was in the year 2000. So what does this all mean for us as business owners? It means that when we're communicating via written text, we have to do that strategically in order to be effective. Our messaging has to be clear and it has to be concise. Otherwise, it's going to be misunderstood or skipped over entirely. If you want to be accessible and inclusive, here are some best practices to keep in mind when it comes to copy and formatting your copy in your business marketing. First, we need to avoid using studly case. Have you ever heard of it? I didn't know what studly case was, but once it was described, it was super clear to me. So it's when you randomly alternate between lowercase and capital letters. So it could be every other letter is a capital and every other letter is a lowercase, or it could be just totally random that you have different um, cases in your in a word or in a phrase. It is super hard on the eyes to read. And when it comes to assistive technology, assistive tech is completely unable to decipher what it is that you are trying to say. Back in episode number nine, we talked about camel case. And that's the only time when you should be capitalizing letters that are in the middle of a single word. Otherwise, you just need to use, you know, general how to write in English best practices when it comes to capitalization and lowercase. This kind of leads me into number two. We want to make sure that we're not overusing all capital letters. So when you write in full caps, it can be difficult to read, number one, and it's sometimes misinterpreted as shouting, especially if you're posting on social media. Now, human interpretation aside, screen readers can also misinterpret all capital letters. Some screen reading some screen reading programs will spell those words out like an acronym instead of reading them as a full word. Our goal here is to ensure that all people, including those who use assistive technology, have an equitable experience. And the only way to do that is to ensure that we're not abusing or overusing all capital letters. Again, it brings us back to writing in proper English fashion um, instead of varying the cases of our letters. Third, 
we want to select an easy-to-read font. Now, I understand you don't always have the opportunity to choose a font. Like when you post to social media, the platform sets the default font. But whenever you have the opportunity to select a font, you want to make sure you're choosing one that's easy to read. So when we're talking about opportunities to select a font, I'm thinking about when you are creating uh, your website, when you are writing emails, when you are creating written like PDFs that you are going to provide your users, you want to make sure you're selecting easy to use fonts. So there are three common types of fonts, serif fonts, sans serif fonts, and script fonts. Script fonts are notoriously difficult to read, especially when you consider that cursive isn't regularly or consistently taught in schools anymore. (laughs) They are never recommended when it comes to easy to read and should be reserved for text accents or larger font styles like headlines on your website. Serif fonts are typefaces that have traces or lines that extend from the edges of the letter. All right, and sans in French means without. So sans serif fonts are typefaces without those traces or lines extending from the edges of the letters. Sans serif letters appear simple and rounded. Sans serif has slightly increased readability compared to serifs, which is why sans serif fonts are great typefaces for the bodies of your text. Serifs can be used for headings and titles. Since they're larger, it makes them easier to read with those serifs. The fourth thing you want to do is write in plain language. So when I'm saying plain language, what I mean is that you want to keep copy short. You want to keep it easy to understand. The the whole concept of just marketing is to make your content inclusive and accessible And the following ideas are important to adopt into your everyday marketing practice as a business owner and as a just marketer. So in plain language, remember, less is more. Be concise in your copy. Eliminate unnecessary words. Keep only the words that you need to get your message across. Remember that attention span, it is really short for people and it's decreasing. So we don't, we want to make things as short um, and concise as possible. Along those same lines, short paragraphs are easier to follow than long paragraphs. So when you're writing on paper, you generally introduce a new paragraph after five to six lines, right? With digital content, a new paragraph after three to four sentences is ideal. Shorter, right? This also ties back to that short attention span we're dealing with as humans. When people see a large chunk of text, it feels daunting and overwhelming and people are more likely to skip it. So by breaking one big paragraph down into many little paragraphs, it feels more manageable to read and you're gonna get more people consuming your content. We wanna make sure we're utilizing lists. So bulleted lists, numbered lists are really easy on the eyes. They're easier to read, they're easier to skim, and they're definitely easier for the brain to process. So if you have broad information to communicate and you can use short lists and bullets to organize that information, that is highly recommended. Now, the final thing I want to talk about on the topic of plain language is that you want to be conversational in your writing and stick to simple language. If you know your audience, then you can speak their language. Try to use the same words and terms that your audience commonly uses. One way you can do this is by checking comments on social media to help you gain a better understanding of how people 
are talking about your topic. When it comes to writing on your website, on social media, or anywhere else you're marketing your business, your your writing should be easy to follow. So after you write it, read it back to yourself once you're finished to ensure that the message comes across as intended. This is one of my favorite points because in many cases, when people think that they're not good writers, they're thinking back to high school or college when they struggle to write research papers or creative stories. But Marketing isn't like that. Marketing is just writing the way you would typically communicate to a peer or friend. It's way less intimidating than people make it out to be. All right, the fifth tip. Write like you're sharing with someone for the first time. Don't ever assume that your readers have any knowledge of the subject you're talking about or that they've consumed other content that you've created. Even though this is episode 13, I don't know if you've listened to the previous 12 episodes or not. So you want to write or record like you are sharing a new topic with somebody brand new for the very first time, and they know nothing about it. Here's a couple ways that you can do that and help simplify your content. So first, if you're going to use abbreviations or acronyms, you first want to write them out on their first reference and then place the abbreviation or acronym in brackets next to it. That way, the next time your reader encounters the acronym, they'll know what you're referring to. So this can also be done in, in, in recording too, right? So here's an example. Are you ready to embed diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, into your marketing efforts? In that sentence, DEI would be in, a, in brackets, but you just heard how I read it or, you know, how I read it out loud or how I recorded it if you're listening or watching. So either way, you want to say something similar and let your let your readers, let your um, consumers know that going forward, when you use DEI, that's what it refers to or whatever um, abbreviation or acronym you're using. You want to make sure you're avoiding jargon or slang and include definitions for any complex topics. Also, if there is other content that the reader, listener, or watcher would benefit from, you can include links back to that content rather than explaining it all over again. One practice that has helped me um, to be more clear and more concise with my content is that I frequently explain what I am teaching or what I'm going to be teaching to my children. So I will explain it to my kids. I will try to break it down into simple concepts. I will answer the questions that they have. And that process not only gives me time when I'm one with my kids to introduce them to what I'm doing or to bring them into my work, but it also allows me to get used to breaking complex concepts down into simplified forms. So if you have kids that may be a practice you want to implement as well. Basically, when it comes to content creation, we want to ensure that we are being clear, concise, and considering the user experience at all times to ensure that no matter how a person is consuming our content, they're having an equitable experience. Okay, y'all. I know this podcast is full of recommendations for ensuring your marketing is just, and trying to remember all the things can be overwhelming. Luckily, you don't have to rely on memory alone. Before you post your next piece of content, be sure to download the Just Marketing Checklist so that you can ensure that everything is as accessible and inclusive as possible. You can download that resource at justmarketingchecklist.com. 
You may already know, but we've made Just Marketing accessible to you, however you prefer to consume your content. You can subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast player, subscribe on our YouTube channel to watch the videos, or read the transcriptions on the blog and subscribe there as well. I would appreciate honest reviews wherever you are consuming this content. And of course, if you would share this resource with anyone who is or should be on a just marketing journey. Thank you so, so much for being with us again today. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.